Is that all there is? How's it going, Ian? It's going uh, pretty well. I'm very tired, though. Well, these things happen. It was a tired day. It wasn't something that gradually came on at the end of the day. I, I pretty much started it that way. Yeah, that's tough to, to pull out of. You need to have a, a day of clearing. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm coming to you from the barn here. I've got a, a cat searching through the hay bales, looking for something. Hmm. I, you can't quite tell. They like to play, pounce and such, so yeah. it's hard to say if he's hunting something regular. Yeah, they, and they, then, they create their own drama and adventure sometimes. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, the lady cat, she's laying down up on the, the hay baler. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to yak. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Have you heard that rustle? I did, it's yeah. rustling its jimmies. <laughs> Surrounded by all kinds of uh, who knows what. All right. And so, the frost fans with their delightful hum <laughs> in the background. We've got a mini roar report going here. <laughs> well, since we're a moo, wow. the plaintive call of the of the cattle, the cattle are lowing. <laughs> the baby awakes, but let's hope not, because you have to finish the show. Yeah, yeah. So uh, speaking of shows, it's just called Two Brothers is the name of this one. The brothers Two Wit are uh, me, <laughs> that's Marcus. Me, myself, and, and you. And James. <laughs> okay. Who is me? Thank you. Wow, somebody's pretty upset out there. <laughs> yes. Let's, let's just listen to cattle for the rest of the show. That's fine. Five I, I, minutes of cows. Yeah. <laughs> it's, just called, it's just called Two, two Cows. Mm-hmm. Hey, we're, let's do a part deux on the streaming thing. I just finished the ABC Murders. Excuse okay. me, Agatha Christie's The ABC Murders. Sure. I think it's an Amazon original. It was on Prime with John Malkovich as Hercule Poirot. Which I was interested in. How is he? Yeah, he's, he's good. All right. I I don't know a Belgian accent very well. <laughs> so, it's but I very, it's virtually the same as French, and depending yeah. on where you come from in Belgium, I guess. Well, and I think it's excusable in the sense that he's been living in England for like seventeen years or mm. something at this point in the in his career. Sure, it's not the regular type of thing where he's called in to to help. He's it's he's past his uh, standard time, and and he speaks French uh, seemingly. Well, mm-hmm. in, in, in a couple of points. Nice. So it was good. It was a three-parter and took a couple of twists, especially at the end. I was intrigued enough to, to watch it, you know, pretty rapidly, mm-hmm. all three-hour episodes, and uh, I enjoyed it. <laughs> episode A, episode B, and, of course, the finale, episode C. <laughs> episode, oh, episode three. <laughs> yeah, it's episode C. Uh, so, yeah, so I, of course, looked up, other Agatha Christie things. Mm-hmm. I put them on my watch, watch list to uh, to see if I want to stick with it. I'm not to sure. Be, honestly, when I read, wow, whatever the first one is. I don't know if I read the absolute first one she wrote, but I may have been. It struck me looking back at some of those, because I had the same hunger to, mm-hmm. to experience a little more of that. But I didn't think I really enjoyed uh, Peter Ustinov's version as much as I did before I knew the character from the book. Mm-hmm. That was weird to me because I really like Peter Ustinov. Yeah, certainly. 
but yeah. he doesn't he it's his own thing and i don't at least a, in the early days maybe or the early books i don't think it matches very well peter Ustinov seems to play him more aloof what what did mm-hmm. you what did you look at what did you watch what do you mean? Or did you? When you oh, went I, haven't, looking. I haven't watched anything new, uh, but not, none of his stuff. It's all okay. I don't recall the actor that played Hercule in uh, the BBC mm-hmm. or Masterpiece Theater. Right. And having read uh, that that book, I I think he's my favorite. Honestly, the closest he, version I I would say. To yeah, the book. I would. I I think so too. Certainly, uh, uh, visually mm-hmm. uh, descriptive. Yeah, I think he plays it pretty well. Mm-hmm. It, as far as I as far as I can tell, the it, but I haven't watched. Uh, I, I've seen those, you know, quite a while back. I haven't seen them recently. He he has a sense of humor, but he's not so wrapped up in being wry. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's he's very single minded in the books, and he he chews on the problem mm-hmm. just fully with his. Being. Yeah, that's that's more uh, the John Malkovich version. Ah. There's very little, uh, if any humor mm-hmm. in it in in this one right uh, it's it's much more uh, it's much darker including of his own past mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of introspection and uh, sort of flashbacks mm-hmm. and so forth so yeah, i haven't read um, very i haven't read enough to know what what agatha christie put in as backstory mm-hmm. but yeah i'm curious about that too is, sure. is that invented or 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 real sure, sure. about about him. And by the way, Rupert Grint was fantastic. I yeah. I would probably never have known that it was him, you know, other than, you know, by the end I can yeah, see that it, you know, clearly looks like him, especially when he takes off his hat, but he's not Ron Weasley by any stretch of the imagination. Of, he's Of course not. Sure. He's playing a kind of a irritated <laughs> up and coming detective <laughs> who, you know, doesn't cotton to the to the um favors mm-hmm. that uh, that the retired detective gave to uh, Poirot. All right. You know, or, or license that he gave to him to uh, be all up in the Scotland Yard's business. Mm-hmm. He does well as the irritated, <laughs> don't cotton to no psycho, <laughs> psychoanalyzing of criminals. Uh-huh. It's just straightforward. No profiling. Footwork. Yeah. 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 He's not interested in that. No. Yeah. So he does well. I, I enjoyed his part in it. Sure. So. I thought even in that early version, uh, she was very clever crafting the mystery that I totally see why people love her, her books. Well, yeah, second only to the Bible in most published <laughs> in the world, <laughs> yeah. over four billion uh, copies of her books in print. <laughs> so strange. And she, and she wrote about a million, so, you know. <laughs> Pretty incredible. I should have said she wrote a thousand, so they only needed to sell or, a million each. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I blew the joke. Sorry, everybody. Oh well. Yeah, I'm interested in in. Uh, there's a couple of biographies on there, two or three actually, but hmm. uh, one pretty recent uh, of uh, her life. So I'm intrigued. I think sure. I might watch one of those next. It's funny. I enjoyed it, but not enough to want to plow through a bunch of others. Mm-hmm. I I may not be a mystery person. It's possible. At least not. Without something else involved, uh-huh. I'm sort of, you know how it is. We we grew up with the the books around, right? <laughs> around us, as mom was a huge fan. She was for for a long time, but mm-hmm. as she kept reading mysteries, she uh, discovered authors she liked better. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I didn't know about better. I just I think so. She she moved 
yeah. onward. So okay. they they meant a lot to her because they were seminal to her experience of mysteries. I would say she she mm-hmm. had read many many of them, yeah. but um, not all. Then she had found uh, Dorothy Sayers, mm-hmm. who is definitely a better writer, in my opinion, uh, and uh, I think she liked Niall Marsh better as well. In fact, I know oh, she yeah, did. Yeah, Niall Marsh. Yes, I've forgotten her name. Yes, maybe I will look her up. I'd say if you really enjoyed this, that have you read any Agatha Christie books yourself, though? No, I haven't. Okay. No. You probably or, or would or could. Yeah, you probably should because they're fast. You could get through it quickly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But they are problematic for being creatures of their time. There's sexism and racism aplenty mm. mm-hmm. peppered throughout, and which isn't as much a problem, I think, in some of those other later writers. Okay. But yeah, she did. Uh, she definitely told me that she preferred Naya Marsh, but, uh, and, and continued to read uh, some authors for a long time, even after she moved to biographies and travel writing. Right. And, mm-hmm. Just every once in a while would read. And Pratchett, she read uh, right. almost, mm-hmm. I don't know how much Pratchett she read. It was a lot, quite, quite a fair bit. Maybe not mm-hmm. as much as we have, but nine or Maybe yeah, nine was, or ten. She was going through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Now that I think about it, maybe it wasn't that much. <laughs> she did. <laughs> she did like the. She did like a couple of the kids' books, as I recall, or the yeah. The she read books. the Amazing Morris. Yeah. I mean, that's for sure. That's still one of my favorites, but it's not. Mm-hmm. It's only. I, I think only by setting a Discworld book. Yeah, it's very different. It's got. Mm-hmm. I think it does it have Gaspode in it. Um, it might cut me on throat dibbler, I believe mm-hmm. appears, but uh, maybe a couple of the minor but, characters, but yeah, I don't recall. It's been a while since I read it. Hmm. I'll to, I, I do want to read it again sure. so I have to dig it out. I, there's so many books that I want to read to your kids. Yeah. <laughs> Be like, uh, Oh, it's time for Narnia. <laughs> have I got a series for you. <laughs> <laughs> Throw that dusty old Englishman away. <laughs> Well, uh, spill it. What, what's it going to be? Well, Last of the Really Great Wayne Doodles. That's a big one. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, there's a couple of other minor ones that you probably don't know. Mm. Uh, several other single books that I've come mm. across and then vaguely set aside. Like Every time I see it, I'll be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to definitely read that to my girls for sure. <laughs> yeah. Some, some more empowering stuff. There's a lot of boy stories that we were Lord of the Rings being primary. Yeah. But yes, uh, some of the Narnia books, I, w- I would gladly read Magician's Nephew. Aloud. Is that the one with the rings? It is. Yeah, I like that one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was one of the most vivid. Maybe my favorite. Yeah. Certainly, certainly. And one where the bad guy gets a just comeuppance, I would say. Mm. Appropriate mm-hmm. villains. Uh, the main villain is a woman. The main heroine is a, is a woman. Mm-hmm. So yeah, not too much, not too much allegory, not too much re- religious allegory, let's say, but um, enough that you can see it. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, that was that's one. Well, on that note, if you have an allegory, you could send it to Bros <laughs> at it's just called twobrothers dot com. And in light of the massive music share from last week, I have a quick music share, and this one is uh, Semisonic did an, an EP last year after 20 years of not. And they are a fantastic band. Dan Wilson is one of my songwriting heroes. He cannot write a, an uncatchy melody. 
And uh, here's, uh, here's a bit of that here. Everybody knows that the world is wrong. The only thing to do is write a song. That's one way to take a wrong and make it all right. So drink up your time, take a pill for the pain. Come out of the dark and in from the rain. I want to see your face in the glow of the firelight. The world's warm. And no one ever told you life was long. <laughs> I'm looking forward to giving it a listen. All right, then. When, uh, getting back to credits, if you tweet, and Lord knows you shouldn't, but uh, you can follow us at IGC2B. This is really good. I do, I do really, really like this CP. I've, I've listened to it like 20 times already. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was surprised. I knew the bonus section was coming. You did let, mm-hmm. clue me in that, that that you had to put some extra in. Yeah. Um, but you felt that uh, you kind of sold it short on the previous one. But well, because I kept looking around, I said, I, I said, I know the the playlist was a lot bigger. Mm-hmm. But then I I dug further into listen and went, oh wow, there's a lot of stuff that <laughs> I really love. And the the bluish occult thing made me ashamed. I was like, oh this. This should have been really at the forefront <laughs> because I, I I really uh, got into that album yeah. in '83 or something. Mm-hmm. Just a couple of years after it was out.